0: Embarking on the journey of business ownership transfer can be complicated and emotional, particularly with family entwined. Join me, Vincent Mastrovito, owner of Prometheus Partners in Finishing Touches, the podcast that genuinely understands your challenges and aims to equip you with invaluable tips for a smooth business succession. By the end of each episode, you'll feel more confident and ready to guide your business into the next phase. Enjoy the podcast. Good afternoon and welcome to Finishing Touches, the podcast that is centered around business owners and advisors, helping and advising both to understand the next steps that need to be done in order to have a successful transition. So I'm your host, Vincent Mastrovito, and thanks for joining me here today at Finishing Touches. Today's topic is about what is exit planning. I wanted to start off the podcast series with a good understanding of what actually is exit planning so that everybody has kind of a clear idea of what it is, what the expectations are, and how you may wanna actually even approach it. So exit planning in definition from the, I, I just kind of pulled the US Chamber of Commerce definition out of it is an exit strategy is often thought of as a way to end a business, which it can be, but the best practice is its plan that moves the business toward a long-term goal and allows a smooth transition to a new phase, whatever that phase may be, and involving could be reimagining the business, the direction, the leadership, keeping financial sustainability, or pivoting for any next challenges. So there's a lot of things that may be a little understood about exit planning, uh, but certainly that's from the U.S. Chamber Ultimately, every business owner will transition out of their business at some point. We always feel, as a business owner, if you can make that on your terms and be able to monetize the value more in line with uh, what you're looking for from a financial perspective for the time you've put into the business or whatever is that motivation, then I think that's what you need to try to do and actually incorporating exit planning into your process, uh, I think is a is a very wise and prudent thing to do. A good friend of mine once shared with me his opinion on exit planning. And he said, exit planning is really the ultimate strategic planning tool that you could have. So we'll talk a little bit more about that kind of as we move through the process. But I think right now, let's just kind of leave it right there. A quick statistic that usually is out there, most of you That are hearing this podcast probably may have heard these statistics uh, over time. So, two out of ten businesses that go um, up for sale, so to speak, will actually sell. And that thirty percent of family businesses that are willing to transition to the next generation are usually successful thirty percent of the time. So, certainly the numbers aren't you know huge. Uh, I think they're really good. Uh, I think the key point here is telling us is that you know if if you're looking at one of these, other than just shutting down the business, uh, and even that would warrant to do some planning, is that uh, if you're really trying to monetize the value or make sure your family is prepared to take over the business, doing some planning ahead of time would probably be a, a prudent thing to try to approach uh, and accomplish. So, so let's talk about for a few minutes here. Let's talk about what does exit planning really entail, uh, and it's really looking at the business. From the outside in, what would a prospective buyer look at your business and how would they gauge your um, your strategic capacity, as we call it, your ability to be able to produce sustainable cash flows and grow enterprise value in the business over a period of time? And how well could you actually basically prove that you can do that over a consistent period of time? So, When you're looking to to go through um, an exit planning process, one of the main things that's going to be done is pretty obvious is a financial analysis of your cash flows, your debt, uh, what does your operations look like, what is the consistency of your revenue over a three- to five-year period of time. We here at Prometheus Partners usually look at a three-years in reverse, so three years of history, and then we'll do a three-year projection Then you also wanna take a look at industry benchmarks and trends. And why is this important? So I think when you take a look at overall the industry is we wanna make sure that we're gonna be able to have a general idea of is the industry really growing and what do we anticipate that it's actually gonna be growing at? And what are some of the challenges that we see moving forward So that no matter what type of a transition that we're doing, we can actually look at how do we ward off or how can we eliminate some of those risks that might actually be out there. When you're benchmarking your company to the industry, I think a great thing about that is it kind of sets the tone to say, where are we financially from revenues to gross profits to net profits What's our sg Whatever financial benchmarks really drive you, usually they're going to be somewhere between five to seven. You want to just kind of say, where are we in those respects to our industry and what areas sh- can we improve on? And then how do we maintain and keep that moving forward? So you have a benchmark of looking at it every single year. And certainly you could go higher uh, in any of those, but I think that certainly is a start in what you want to do. One of probably the most overlooked areas in exit planning is the leadership. And what we have to try to understand is that leadership should be the group of people that are actually driving the strategic initiatives within the company and allowing the business owner to really look at it from a um, CEO or a visionary perspective. is like, what should we be doing next to move forward? What are the types of things we should be working on? And discussing that with the leadership. But the leadership should be executing, relating, building better culture within the company and kind of moving that through its process. So those are a couple of things that we always want to make sure that we keep in front of us as we move forward and they are important from you as a as a business owner, because what you want to think about is, where is my company, and how do I compare to what we define as best in class businesses? Because all business owners and businesses should want to monetize as much of their value as they possibly can. Now some circumstances may not allow you to monetize that for health issues or some other issues that might be going on. Uh, and certainly that's understandable. But I think to know what that is and how do you work around that, and certainly the sooner that you try to work on that, uh, certainly it's better. And so one of the other things that goes into an exit plan uh, analysis, or what we call a strategic capacity analysis, is really the how do the different areas of your company align with each other and how well do they play in the sandbox or how well do they talk and speak to each other as you kind of go up and down and work through those. So that would be kind of the level of the planning that you and the company have done, the quality and execution of your leadership, certainly, you know, like your marketing, your sales, your people and your culture, you know, how effective is your operations? Is that in line with all of the other areas? And then certainly finance, how well is your finance and what gatekeepers do we have there? Are there any bottlenecks in any of those areas? And then your legal side, one of the areas that sometimes get very overlooked, uh, but legal is very, very important as you kind of go through the, the exit planning uh, process as you, as you kind of move through that and, and uh, get prepared. So another quick statistic that I ran across, I like to just kind of run through these periodically as we're as we're having the podcast and just kind of working through that just to give people some information. 80% of business owners have never sought out advice about their exit or their exit options. That is a large number to me. It's just like a big number, right? It's like, are we just hiding underneath the covers? Um, are we just trying to wait to see if something lands on our doorstep? I think it's best to try to hit it on head first, understanding that um, as a business owner, you're working very hard and you're trying to work through the process and you have your day to day things that need to be done on a regular basis. But, but certainly taking the time out in most cases when you go through um, an exit planning process, uh, certainly over a 12 month period of time, you should be reducing the what we call the the dependency upon you as an owner being there every single day. It doesn't mean you're not in touch with things. It just means the business does business does not need you to the degree as maybe what you thought or maybe what really should be happening. And that also helps you to create a business that is much more transferable and attractive to somebody else, whether it be an outsider or whether it would be your children, because you want to make sure that, hey, can this business function without me? And if that's the case, it's easier to move someone else into into that seat. So uh, I think that's always an important thing to take a look at. So let's kind of shift our thoughts here and talk about why should you really even consider an exit plan? What is the overall end result when we kind of get to that piece? Uh, And then we can kind of move forward from there. So I think one of the main things that it does is it creates a better focus for the business in the leadership. What better way to move your company forward than to make sure that you, the owner or owners, if there's multiple owners, and your leadership team are all on the same page and aligned as to the direction of the company. So let me kind of clarify one thing. This doesn't necessarily mean that you're trying to increase the value of your company by 10 to 20 million. It could be, but it could just be that you want to try to create a business that is much easier to run for you, doesn't require as much time on a day-to-day basis, allows you to spend more time with your family, uh, and then certainly move the company forward. So there's many ways uh, that you can do that, and how you want to view that. But I think there's no downside to creating a better focus for the business and the leadership. I think it also helps to create better decision making. So when people know what direction that they're headed when people understand what the expectations are of what they're supposed to be doing and understand how we're going to get there what better way to help them make better decisions i mean i hear from business owners all the time it's like well i've got really good people but they they kind of lack on making decisions and moving things forward and and sometimes you know as i have a conversation with them and move through that process I really find is like, well, are you really empowering them to make those decisions and do they have a clear vision for that? So that would also help as far as what you're doing with an exit plan. It also helps to remain committed to building the value for the business. So now everybody is on the same page. They understand that we want to create more value, right? Certainly the employees want to have more value because to them it creates stability. It creates, hey, my my work is going to be here then tomorrow. The business is in a good place and things are happening and going in the right direction. Everybody understands economic cycles, but I think that's there too. And then certainly for you as a business owner, it would also help with the clarity on the value gap that you own. And what do I mean by that? So the value gap is really How much do you have in investable retirement assets to generate passive or income once you retire from the company? And then how much of the value of the company do you really need to be able to sustain or increase that value once you're no longer with the company? So that's really the value gap that that we look at. And I think that that's really important as you move through a process is how much have I saved and planned ahead of time personally? to make sure that okay if the company didn't exist yesterday could i maintain at least the same lifestyle that i have currently and or what else do i need to do or do i need more value out of the company than what it's worth right now so those are some of the things right that you know we got to take a look at so that's kind of a, a kind of a rundown of a few points to take a look and talk about why you would want to do an exit plan and some of the benefits Another quick stat that I was able to pull out is 60% of owners agree that having an exit strategy was important to their future and to the future of their business. That was a stat that was issued by the Exit Planning Institute out of uh, Cleveland. And, and I think they create a, a significant amount of data and certainly an a platform for not only advisors to be educated, but for owners to be educated also. And how do you move through that process? So, I think it's important for you as an owner, if you're an advisor, an attorney, a wealth manager, a CPA, an uh, investment banker, M&A person, if you're working with business owners, you want to make sure are they ready and what are some of the next steps that they really need to take uh, into consideration to move through that process. So let's just kind of summarize a little bit about what we talked about today. We talked about what is exit planning, some of the things that it helps the company to do. Uh, why you would really want to do it, how does it help reduce risk in the company, decentralize the owner from the company to create a more fluid and smooth flowing business as you kind of flow through. So hopefully that this, uh, this little conversation that we've had today has helped uh, get a better understanding of what exit planning is. If you as an owner or an advisor would like to take a look at uh, what your value gap is or what it might take for you to get to the levels of value that you're looking for in your company. If you'd be willing to spend 14 minutes with us on a phone call or a virtual meeting, we'd be happy to do that. You can either go to our website and chat with me there, or you can go to LinkedIn and send me a message. I'd be happy to schedule time with you and shoot you over my calendar and schedule time that's convenient for you. Otherwise, really appreciate you being on the, on the podcast today. Hope that you got something out of it. Uh, Finishing touches will be both on um, uh, YouTube Spotify and iTunes so you can research it there and pull it up either through your favorite app or watch it on YouTube because we do have a video portion of it also. Thank you again for being here with us today and hope you have a great week. Thanks. That's a wrap on today's episode of Finishing Touches. For more information and guidance, head over to PrometheusPartners.com. Your feedback means the world to us, so please take a moment and leave a review of the podcast. You can stay in the loop or ask me a question by connecting with me on LinkedIn or visit our website and start a conversation with me. We look forward to accompanying you on your journey to a successful business transition in our next episode and have a great week. Thank you so much.